0: amen take you. seat god bless you thank you lord jesus so this is the wise man's ladder to the top please believe me believe me if you apply the principles i've taught here there is no way you will remain in the valley of the shadow of death you will be at the mountaintop i've established in this series that you were created for an assignment and every assignment requires a library uh, the, the, your life's assignment requires the library of your mind the library of your mind so you acquire information that relates to your assignment so first you must discover your assignment my assignment is to discover develop and deploy leaders from the church to the world and we leaders from the world to the church in the pursuit of this assignment I have to develop myself, I have to get, I have to learn more about leadership. So when you come to my library, most of the books there are related to leadership, management, strategy, etc, etc. So I'm stocking my my mind for, for my assignment with information. And then interpretation, once you have the right sort of information, you are then able to interpret things better, have a clear understanding. So, knowledge leads to understanding. Without, without knowledge, information, you cannot have understanding. So, the right interpretation of things based on the right information in your mind gives you understanding. And understanding is two words put together under and stand. So, understand. Understanding is that which gives you a firm foundation in life. Now, once you have understanding, interpretation, what it means is that anytime your eye sees a problem or your ear hears a problem, your mind attempts to give an interpretation to that thing, a solution to that thing. That solution in your mind is what we call an idea. So, from interpretation, you begin to develop solutions to problems. These form the foundations of wisdom. And if you take your time and you read the book of Proverbs, you will see every single thing I'm teaching you in the book of Proverbs. What I teach you is called practical theology. It's how to take the Bible and use it to make everyday choices and everyday decisions. Whilst we are awaiting for the rapture, we don't have to be utterly useless. We have to be utterly useful. Are you here? Do you understand what I'm teaching you? Now, from there, we go to the next set of of things we must do. It's called Wisdom in Action. The next set of things we must do. So, we move on to number four, which is incubation. So, when you develop ideas, when you get information, and information helps you to understand things, and the things you understand helps you to develop solutions, Now, the solutions you develop, which is called an idea, you have to incubate it. You have to make sure that it goes through a certain process. You don't need to rush it. Last week we went through incubation. People get pregnant and the babies wait for nine months. Um, We we, we looked at elephant. They get pregnant almost two years before they give birth. Cow get pregnant almost for um, one year before they give birth. And look at the bigger the idea, the longer the incubation period. You have to be very careful. You don't rush your ideas and destroy it. You have to be patient. You have to develop an idea, ideas roadmap so that your ideas can manifest and function. Then we move on to innovation, studying your environment. And then finally, we got to what we call invention, where you are able to now convert your ideas into the world of reality. So crab Business School once existed in my mind as an idea. Today it's an invention. It's an invention. It's an invention. We don't create people who have ideas they can invent. So, an idea goes through innovation, a careful study of your environment, and then you you invent it. You create it. You create it. You hold it. You have it. Now, when you are able to create, now I'm going to the power of wisdom, when you are able to create, you move to the next level, I have changed Bit of, oh please go back go back yes yeah, thank you thank you when you are able to create you move to the next level called influence earlier i wanted to speak about inspiration first before influence but my further study revealed that influence must come before inspiration now when you create when you create when you become a creator when you become an achiever when you achieve something God uses that thing that he has used you to achieve to move you to the corridors of influence. The influence of Mark Zuckerberg is as a result of creating Facebook. Are you here with me? Without the creation of Facebook, you will be nothing. Today in British Parliament, in uh, the US Senate, other places, This guy is discussed. In fact, he can use Facebook to determine who becomes the president of America or a nation. So he's moved into that corridor of power and influence. Now I'm going to show you when you tell Christians to be ambitious and to to move to the corridors of power and influence, it is strange for them because the way you were raised up you see you were raised christianity was presented to you as if your life is just going to church going home and preparing to go to heaven christians are afraid to walk on the corridors of power but we will move to influence and i'll show you how important it takes That God wants to use your achievements to propel you to the corridors of power and influence. Are you here? And God needs you to achieve it. God needs to achieve something so that he can stand on that thing to give you a promotion. Have you ever worked with someone where you have the capacity to promote the person, but the person is not performing? You love the person, you want to promote the person. But the person is not meeting the performance target to be able to get promoted and so the person is still there i need you to look at this as we move on to study the power of wisdom that's our last session for this the the wise man's ladder to the top so now let's look at the power of wisdom number one influence 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 so let's go to the scripture now now, look at Psalm 75, section 7. For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He put it down one and set it up another. So, promotion comes from God. Now, it's important to realize that these principles I'm teaching you here, Even if an unbeliever uses it, God will still promote that unbeliever. So you will stay in the country and then you will see somebody who is a Satanist. Somebody who is is, uh, an occultist. Take over your parliament, take over your presidency, and you are there, and then you are praying and fasting against the impact of that person on your faith. Instead of spending time praying that God will raise you God will elevate Christians to that position. We Do you know what we do? We don't pray for Christians. Christians are not ambitious. They, they, even though promotion comes from the Lord, we, we sit down and then we allow unbelievers to use the principles. Principles are principles. If unbelievers use the principles God has set in motion, God will have no option than to promote them. Are you here? God has no option than to promote them. Whether you love Donald Trump or not, he became American president. And he had a track record. He's done a lot of things. And people looked at that and voted for him. But promotion comes from the Lord. And sometimes you know that when God is promoting an unbeliever, a bad person, God, God is hurt because you did not make yourself available to be promoted. As an employer myself, sometimes, sometimes I feel that one star deserves a certain position. But a person may have a good heart but not a smart mind. And you see, a good heart alone is not enough for performance you need both you need good heart and a smart mind sometimes that's our, 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 our problem that's our problem so sometimes and it is dangerous to have somebody with a smart mind and a bad heart the person will be mischievous so you need both you need to find the two amen then you can be promoted so we have christians the fact that you are a good Christian does not mean you will be a good leader. Are you here? They are very good pastors, anointed, but they are not very good leaders. So their churches grow and collapse. They grow and they collapse. Then they fight with their church leaders. Then they fight with their departmental leaders. And then they do so. They are good pastors, but not good leaders. Are you here with me? The fact that there is oil on your head does not mean that you are a leader. So God wants to promote you. And I want to I will show you. So what is influence within the Christian context? We're going to look at influence within the Christian context. Influence is divine promotion to the corridors of power. Divine promotion to the corridors of power. Divine promotion to the corridors of power. What is the purpose for divine promotion to the corridors of power? <laughs> and I'm going to show you you see, God works with people, and with people, and through people. Can I see the next slide? Look at this. The purpose of divine promotion is to push God's agenda in the corridors of power. When government, once upon a time, decided to tax churches, they were going to tax the tithes and offerings. They were not just—they were not just thinking about taxing. Their businesses, churches do. They were going to tax. So, like here, when you guys bring your tithe and offerings for God's work, the government would take tax from it. It took men and women of influence. And I was in that meeting when they lifted up their voices in defense of the church. And said, "No way, no way. You cannot touch the church, but you can touch the businesses we do. Without the, without men of influence in this country, like this LGBTQ plus, oh, but by now it's happening everywhere. You see, when Jesus died, men." Of the disciples of Jesus could go and ask for the body of Jesus, because they were not prominent men. It took somebody outside them who believed in the ministry of Jesus, Joseph Arimathea, who was told who was described as a prominent man, a man of influence, who went to the authorities and demanded the body of Jesus, Either that the Jesus, Jesus would have been added to uh, other dead bodies and would have been buried in a mass barrier. I'm telling you, it took someone. God has to leave the disciples. why the fact that they sat under Jesus, prayed with Jesus, fasted with Jesus, did everything with Jesus, because they lacked influence, 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 they couldn't go. Today, we can't fight for the body of Jesus. Many people cannot fight for the body. Only few people can. That is why where a discotheque will be, a church cannot be there. When the church goes there, they say the church will be making noise. Meanwhile, the the people who are playing jams. So God, God is looking for men in the corridors of power and influence. You have to be ambitious, positively ambitious as a Christian. And you have to work your way to the top using the, the principles I'm sharing here with you. Are you here? there are other religion religions that will gather their people in secret meetings and tell them what they should do in order to promote the religion at the top level it is only christians that when when we get to the top we forget where we start from where we started from okay see this next slide please do god put joseph in the corridors of power to push his agenda The reason why God put Joseph in the palace of Moses, in the palace of Pharaoh, was because of his people. Because of his people. And it was prophetic. Because of his people. Because of God's people, it was part of God's redemptive agenda. Some of you, you know what you would have done? You would have criticized a Christian for joining an unbeliever, a pagan, in a political party are you pairing with this person? But sometimes, God has to put you there because an evil man wants to execute an evil plan. God has to put you with the evil person so that you can stop it. Imagine if Esther was not married to King eh? Imagine what would have happened imagine what would have happened oh i knew that some of you would have said oh this young girl has gone to marry this old man for money but it was for a purpose i'm not saying that be a side chick please i'm not saying that don't marry your equal but i'm saying that for some people god can let that happen that's why you must be very careful you see For those of you who think that you hold the monopoly to the mind of god you have to be very careful that you know that you know that this one is wrong sometimes you just have to ask god father what are you doing Are are you here do you understand so god put daniel in the corridors of power to push his agenda So God wants to put you in the corridors of power and influence. And don't be afraid to have an ambition to be the CEO of your company, of where you work, to be the headmaster or the headmistress of the school where you teach, to to have an ambition to be an MP, an ambition to to be the president of your country. You must have that ambition. You must have that ambition. But understand that that ambition begins with the acquisition of information. Then you build from there to interpretation, from there to ideas, and then from ideas to um, I- innovation, then from innovation to you know ideas to incubation, from incubation to innovation, from innovation to invention, and then you keep building from there. You keep because you need a CV to qualify, to be in the corners of power and influence. David was asked, you were a small boy, how can you fight a giant? He said, Whilst I was in, with my father's ship, the lions came, I killed them. The bears came, I killed them. The same God that gave me the strength to kill the bears and the lions, that same God will give me the strength to kill this uncircumcised Philistine. When Saul heard this, Saul said, your age disqualifies you by your CV qualifies you. In life, eh, add value to yourself. Everything that comes into your life, Whether it's a problem or anything, whatever it is, learn from it. Build from there. 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 You you had the story of a man who was dumped into a valley, was dumped into a hole by the whole village. He said he's done something bad, and so they cast him out into um, um, this thing. So they ordered all the villagers that every day go and throw your rubbish on him. So the rubbish covers him. And he dies. So they kept throwing. They kept throwing. But any time they threw on him, he would just listen and stand on it. He would throw. He would just sit, get off, his, uh, clean his body, and stand on it. By the time the village realized the man they wanted to bury with their rubbish has used the rubbish as a stepping stone to get out of the valley, to get out of the hole. Sometimes, eh, what will bring you the breakthrough does not come in the form of a solution. It comes in the form of a problem. Are you here? In the form of a problem. David was going to give food to his brothers. And then Goliath was there insulting people. He saw an opportunity. Most people did not see. Many people saw a giant. He did not see a giant. He saw something else. What did he see? He saw a man who he can use as a stepping stone to faith. Next slide, please. Now, here are the nine pieces of influence. Having established what influence is and having established the purpose of influence. Now, I want to show you how you can become influential. How you can get to the corridors of power and influence and push God's agenda. Any Christian who is afraid who is afraid to walk on the corridors of power and influence, is already a carnal Christian. Any Christian who sees godly ambition to become great as carnality, you are already a carnal Christian. You know, when you read the books of um, Ecclesiastes, at some point, Solomon started writing that vanity upon vanity, uh, even even said that wisdom was vanity. He even said that Oh, this was vanity this was vanity that was after his heart had been turned away from God So everything became vanity of course if God puts you in the corridors of power and influence and you don't use it to push his agenda but rather use it to chase women get side checks including your wife and use it to promote bad things if money will let you fall if money will let you fall it becomes vanity but for some people corridors of power has become the platform to push god's agenda amen okay now so the nine piece the nine piece of influence number one is position the level of influence the level of you see when when you invent when you solve problems when you create solutions it puts you in a position joseph is an example when Joseph interpreted the dreams and proposed a solution that created a 14-year economic plan for Egypt, he was given a position. He was given a position. So I'm showing you how God promotes. How God promotes. God will not promote you without a CV. Without an achievement. CV is a record of your achievement. Years ago, I asked the church, if right now there's a job paying $1,000, do you have a CV that shows that your value is $1,000? Or $10,000? Now, now Genesis 41 verses 4 and 41 from the NIV. You shall be in charge of my palace and all my people who are, who are to submit to you. To your orders. Only with respect to the throne, I'll be greater than you. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, "I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt." I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. He gave him a position, even though he was a foreigner. Even though he was a foreigner, but the solution he provided, as a result of all the things I've talking to you about, information, interpretation, and all those things, now this man was put in charge he came to that country as a slave now he was a vice president he was a vice president how God has been so disappointed in some of us God is waiting that I want to put you in a certain position and yet look at you the whole day you are on Facebook <laughs> for nothing for jokes Do you know all the Linwen jo- eh? jokes all the Jacko jokes Oh, basketball mark jokes everybody's jokes you know but not my sermon no no when was the last time you spent a whole christian day saying that okay that these sermons i want to today i'm off and i want to play that these sermons to build my faith and to when was the last time you did that but if i take your phone now it will show me how many hours you spent in a week which one was Productive and which one was unnecessary. If you have been watching my sermons on Facebook, you see that your productivity will go up. (laughs) Are you here with me? So God wants to bring you to this. God wants to give you. Without the position, you will have no influence. So so influence begins with a position. God gives you a certain position. But that position, you must earn it. You must earn it. You can't pray yourself in that position. You work yourself in that position, and whilst you are working, you pray that God do not let my labour become in vain. You cannot ask God for a fruit when you have not planted a seed. The seed must be planted. Now you pray that God pour water on it, let the rain come and bring the increase. One man planted, another man water God brings the increase. God cannot bring an increase if in one man does not water plant another man that's not water. Increase comes because you have worked. Promotion comes because you have worked. Do you think if Joseph has slept with Potiphar's wife, he would be in this position? No, he would not have been here. He was responsible. And that responsibility brought him here. Next. 1 Samuel 2, verse 8. He raises the poor from the dust. And lift the needy from the ash heap. He sees them with the princes and has them inherit the throne of Anna. So God can lift anybody, anybody. He raises the poor from the dust. That is God's business. He can raise the poor from the dust. And I always share my testimony for you. He will raise the poor from the dust. But promotion comes from the Lord. And promotion has its own principles. So if you are poor and you want God to raise you, follow these principles I'm sharing with you. You will be there. Do you know you cannot pray that god make me a lawyer and you become a lawyer you have to go through law school can god just decide that god make me a doctor and then you become a doctor You have to go through medical you have to go to medical school okay next power power the authority to influence look at what what, what he did for joseph Genesis 41, 42 and 44. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his finger and put it on Joseph's finger. And he dressed him in his robes of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. Then 44, then Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, but without your word, no one will let hand or foot in the all of Egypt. If he doesn't speak, nobody can act." If he says everybody is sleeping at 10 p.m., everybody will sleep. Everybody is waking up at 4 a.m., everybody will wake up. A foreigner, a foreigner. Now, listen. He was given an authority. He was given power for a certain assignment. You know, some of us, when God gives us the privileges and we have a position and we get power, we abuse it. In this case, Pharaoh knew. Pharaoh said, I have given you positional, but... The throne is mine. The throne is mine. So he reserved it. It was from the throne that he gave him that power. Always remember that whatever position you, you have was given to you by someone. And God used it. Was, and the, the, the ultimate source of your, of your position is God. Because promotion comes from Him. It may be a human being who may sign your letter of promotion, but don't forget that promotion does not come from the person who signed it. God used the person to promote you. God used Pharaoh to put Joseph in the position of power. And God now used him to give him the position of the position, the position now give him give him power, power to exercise. Are you here? God needs powerful people whose word will carry something. Men that when we speak, when we speak, unbelievers will listen to us. Don't is those men. Your whole life cannot be based on yes and massa. At least at one point somebody must call you sir or madam. The purpose of life is growth. If you don't grow, why why are you living? If you give it to a child, the child doesn't grow. Why are you living? It is even so frustrating if the person is growing big but not growing up. Oh yeah, yeah, if you have a child at certain age and you expect the person to be at certain age, the person is not behaving. It's very very frustrating. Because God don't expect you to grow, grow big; He expects you to grow up. Are you here? Let's move the next one. So so. Oh, let's let, let's go let's go. Let's go. Let's leave this scripture. Okay. Now, the next thing is that the place, the pl- place is the extent of your influence. The extent of your influence. good was once an MP. And the extent of his influence was only in. Um, oh, what is the it consistency cry? Ebuakwa? Eh? Oh, dear Fantiacqua. Good father never was an MP for Fantiacqua. Oh, Charlie, you don't know your history. It's a isn't it? Achim area. At the time he was the MP, that was the, his place of influence. And then he became a foreign minister. Well, his place of influence was only in the foreign ministry. Then he became an attorney general later. His place of influence was only in the for, um, 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 attorney general's office. Now, he's the president. His place of influence go cast across the whole of ghana the length and breadth of this nation he became ECOWAS chairman eh? so his place of influence now went across west africa if he, be- he becomes an au chairman has he now to go across the whole of africa you, you, you get what i'm talking about so but you see the extent the strength of your of of your creativity information will determine where you can influence. So look at Joseph. Genesis 41 verse 41. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. The whole land of Egypt. May God extend your place of influence and give you more places to influence. May you become a very powerful man. Strong man. From every aspect, and may you use that power to push God's agenda in Jesus' name. I want to see powerful women from here, I want to see powerful men from here, men of influence, and women of influence. When you speak, it will make news, it will be at the front pages of the newspapers from around the world. Are you here? Do you understand what I'm teaching you? And that that is why Christ lives in the inside of you. Christ didn't come to live. the king of kings. The creator of the universe He's not living in you for you to become some small guy in some corner. Now, number three. Number four. Process. The path to influence. The path to influence. Now, all the things I've taught you, information, interpretation, etc., etc., are all part of the process to get to where you become influential. But within the period God also wants to make you influential, there is an inbuilt process that you go through. Jeremiah Jeremiah 18, 1 to 6. This is the word that came to me to to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go down to the potter's house, and there I will give you a message. So I went down to the potter's house and I saw him working at the wheel. But the pot he was shaping from the clay was mad in his hands. So the potter formed it into another pot. Shaping it at it seemed best to him. Next slide please. Then the word of the Lord came to me. He said, can I not do with you, Israel, as this potter does, declares the Lord, like a clay in the hands of the potter, so are you in my hand, Israel. I think one day we should, we should do a conference call, like a clay in the hands of the potter. Like a clay in the hands of a potter. LCHP. That's, a, that's the name of the conference. LCHP. Like a clay in the hands of the potter. A C. You see, what God is saying here is that when he wants to bring you that place of influence, he will break you. He will murder you. He will crush you. He will put you on this thing. And usually, these things, eh, it is not, God will not come physically to do it. But he will use people he will use people he will use people to cause you pain he will use people to frustrate you he will use people to do whatever. it wasn't Joseph's brothers who sold him but they didn't know that selling him was part of the process to become influence he become influential they didn't know that they had to be sold they had to sell him in order for him to become influential He couldn't have become a great man where people would bow to him, living with his brothers and, and, and father and mother. There was no kingdom there. There was no position of power there. There were only a few group of people. So God had to take him away to a place. He went to prison because the person who would recommend him for the position was in prison. Listen, the circumstances of your life may have a divine reason. So don't ignore it. Whatever happens to you as a Christian, they do not happen to you by chance. They happen to you for a purpose. And you must take me to understand why are these things happening to me? Am I preaching? Am I talking to someone here? Joseph was betrayed and sold and imprisoned. David went through the process. It was right down when the oil hit his head. That saw started chasing him. My preaching. Even Jesus had to go through the process. To be able to be at the right hand side of God. And it is this place that many people fail. When you wake up. And you have no money in your pocket. Don't think that Satan. Is fighting your finances. Think. God may be taking you through this process. When mommy and I were going through our financial crisis, we saw it as a trial of our faith. We didn't give Satan the credit. We saw it as a trial of our faith. Because we believed that we were titers, we were sowers, and therefore, God will rebuild the devourer for our sake. And because God will rebuild the devourer for our sake, the devourer cannot touch our finances whatever we were going through, was God taking us through the process so that we can become influential. <laughs> are you here with me? It is only when you are not a faithful giver, a titer, that you yourself, you know that your sins have opened the doors for Satan to attack you. But anybody who knows he's dealing with God well, when he's attacked, the first thing that comes to his mind is that this is a trial of my faith. Okay, next. Now, number five, the five fifth P of influence is price. Matthew 13: 45 and 46. Matthew 13: 45 and 46. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. Who, when he had found one, one pearl of great value, of great price, went and sold all he had and bought it. Went and sold all he had and, and bought it. Please, please listen. Success has a price tag. Influence has a price tag. You must know what you must lose to get what you are looking for. You can't eat your cake and have it. You know the right, that's the right way to say it. You can't eat your cake and have it. Let me even bring it to our local uh, Listen. Can you finish eating your fufu and still have it in the bowl? If you eat it, you have eaten it. It's gone. Do you know how sometimes you eat your food and you think you have the last muzzle and then you go back to the bowl and it's not there, and you feel, ah, I thought I had the last muzzle. Please, you ate it. And then you feel, ah, so, was somebody eating with me? Obia for my last meat. Somebody has taken my last meat. Please use your stomach. It's, it's gone there. So you must know, it comes with with, with a price. You must always lose something to get somewhere. Abraham lost his comfort zone. God says, leave everybody you have known since your infancy. You are 75. I am taking you far away. Where? God says, me myself, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where we are going. But I'm taking you to a land. I'm taking you somewhere. Hey. And Abraham had to just follow. There can never be influence without the payment of a price. Influence is costly. It will take something, you will lose something. Look at look at this one. Look at this one. A man found a pair. And because he knew that this was what he was looking for, he went to sell everything he had. To sell everything he had and bought it. You know that what you want to do is to do a certain trade, and you have gotten the opportunity. And they demand a certain money. And the money is your, your car. Your car. When, se- when you sell your car, you can pay for that thing. It will have reserve. But you are thinking about you coming to church and working with your family. Your friends will make more of you. So you will let that opportunity go. You don't know what you are looking for in life. You remember when I had to move away from my 8 bedroom house to go and rent 3 bedroom house. Opposite where we went to rent was an uncompleted building and the children get up in the morning and there is a, a number of chamber pots and all the children line up as if they have been told that face this man's house and ease yourself. And if somebody made a mockery of us that you have, lived, you have left your 8 bedroom house f- to do business and you have come to live at where the, the people opposite you. But I knew what I was looking for. Did they look at us as a result of that? What we have been able to achieve? We have expanded, we have grown, we have built, and we have built more. You must know what you must lose to get what you are looking for. You must some friendship, you must lose them for God to give you what you are looking for. If Lot had not left the life of Abraham, Abraham would not have received what God wanted him. Immediately Lot left. God said to Abraham, lift up your eyes. The land which you see, I will give you. Sometimes you must sacrifice your sleep. It's too much sleep in your system. That might be the price you must pay. Sometimes working from 6, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. might be the price. That's how mommy and I used to work when we started the African Center for Leadership and Human Resource Development. That's how we used to work. Everything. There was no Facebook and things. It wasn't popular like that. So everything we had to do, it had to be kanque. It had to be by research. It had to be by... Oh, it was a very difficult thing for us. We drop the children very early. By 7 a.m., we're in the office for devotion with the staff. By 8, work has started. we work working, 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 working. In the afternoon, we rush, pick the children, drop them at home, come back to the office. We work, 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 work. 7 p.m. We work 12 hours a day for 5 years. 12 hours a day for 5 years. But if you think you can hide in some corner and pray that the Lord, I'm going to ask Daddy for ten thousand Ghana cedis. Touch his heart, touch his heart, to give it to me. Touch his heart to give it to me. The Lord will say the ten thousand Ghana cedis in his account it didn't come as a result of touching somebody's heart. It came as a result of consistent paying the price for his vision and for his dream. Why you are not ready to die for? You are not ready to live for it. So you will never get it. Six price the reward of influence the reward of influence this is where you get to a place where you start rejoicing you just you start benefiting from all the prices you are paid to get to where you have gotten to but please you have to understand what i'm teaching you now now look the reward of influence genesis 41 41 to 43 so so pharaoh said to joseph i hereby put you in charge of the whole land of egypt then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his finger and put it on Joseph's finger. Now do you know if I take this my bishop ring my bishop's ring and put it on Pastor Abraham's finger I say Pastor Abraham I'm sending you to Mr. Kutia go and pray for him and lay his hands on him Abraham standing there will be standing there as a bishop in that instant you well, are in the Bible days your ring has your signature so they, they used to. So your 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 ring, you dip it in the ink and use it to stamp. It was your stamp. So to give him his ring meant that I've given you my signature and I've given you a blank cheque. Sign as you want, where you want, how you want it. It was a serious thing, and God can bring you there. God can reward you like that. Hmm. Then Pharaoh is... "Okay, so so verse 43." Verse 43. He had him ride in a chariot as a second in command. And the people shouted before him. Make way. Thus he put him in charge of the whole land of Egypt. The guy in prison. Now when he's going out. Motoki. Motoki. By Baomia. Who was a deputy governor of Bank of Ghana. Which Motoki will take him. But now he's the vice president of Ghana. When he's coming. Everybody must park somewhere. And give him way to come. But please, he's a vice president on merit, not by chance. The guy has studied. The guy, when he speaks, you know he carries weight. Whether you like him or not, whether he belongs to his political party or not, you cannot, you cannot ignore the fact that he's an intelligent man. You cannot ignore the fact that he's brought something to a Kufu Ados government. are you here with me? You understand what I'm talking about? Now, reward comes. And i go and see where he lives, the amount of money he gets, the connections everywhere. He settled for life. Ekufuadu from his childhood has fought for the position of the presidency. He never let that dream go away from him. He did it, he did it. When he lost the first one against Muhammad, NDC said, we are retired him. And the man is back. In his old age, He's back from his childhood. When we knew him at the Blackhaw, where his law firm was, he had the ambition to become the president. He had it. Dreams never die. Only people die. So when you die, then you die with your dream. Oh, are you here with me? Do you understand what I'm teaching you? You understand what I'm teaching you? Now he's rewarded for all those years of um, Kumipreko movement for change, and all those years he now has a reward. Now has a reward. Are you here? Okay. Number seven: the perils, the perils of influence, the dangers of influence. The main danger of influence is pride. So that When God brings you that position of influence and you forget God, he will take you from there. So that is sometimes God will give you a small influence. Small position of influence that he will look at your attitude and see whether you are faithful in little things. It can be, it can be you serving in a small department that he will wait to see Not only in church, but even in your office. God can give you a kiosk. And see how you use the influence he has given you in the kiosk. And then he will give you a store. And see how you will use the influence in the store. And then he will give you a mall. Then you can tell people how you started from a kiosk. And how you were faithful to your titan and other things and God gave you a store. And how you were faithful to everything and God gave you a mall. All my friends, they had Archbishop John Price visiting me, and then he said, "Hey, you have anointing for building. Because anytime you leave me for an, an for six months, one year, I'm, I've done something different. I hear that we are like this. Don't be so comfortable. Don't think that this tent is nice. You come, that is nice. so. it's nice. Oh. so. Nice, oh. what uh. is my spirit? Eh? What is my spirit when it comes out?" When it comes out see that this one was bola <gasps> because so what i what i see at where this tent is is, is a serious thing i know everything i tell you it comes to pass uh, because you see these people i'm teaching you i followed them i follow, my life is built on principles my life is built on principles now look at, look at this. Proverbs 16 verse 18. Pride goes before destruction. A haughty spirit before the fall. If anybody is going to be destroyed, if anybody is going to be destroyed, it comes pride precedes. When you begin to realize that you are thinking of yourself more highly than you ought to, you are in trouble. You are in trouble. Sometimes I forget, I forget I'm a bishop. But The only thing I remember all the time in my mind is that I'm a Christian any other title, any other thing, and I don't care about it. One man from another church came to Accra Business School. He came one weekend and saw me sit under the cabana and chatting with the students. We were just talking. So the following month he came, he saw me again. And he came and said, I won't talk to you. So how do you keep your respect for this openness? See, in his mind, the only way bishops are respected is when you close yourself and people cannot have access to you. And people, and before they come, they must fill some forms and other things. Of course, I believe in those things. I mean, for you not to come and waste your time, when you are coming to my office, let me know you are coming. It is only proper so that I can prepare for your coming. So that if I know that this Thursday I'm, I'm expecting 10 people, you don't just badge it as 11 person, you wait till that kingdom come all the 10 people have their time and you some of them the problem they will bring you you have to take about an hour or two to be able to uproot the demon <laughs> oh yeah you give some people 30 minutes when you start talking you know that wow then i call Charles, Charles, please go and tell those there that i beg them they'll have to stay longer for this story even the introduction Needs one hour to finish before the main story will start coming. Are you here? Are you getting blessed? Are you getting blessed? So, please, don't let pride get on your way. There are different ways in which pride can come in. When you come to that place where you think you are indispensable, you are indispensable, pride will come in. Are you here with me? When you think, begin to think of yourself more highly than you ought to. All of us, we are only a breath. We are only a breath. I That's when I was lying down in the hospital and they had oxygen on me. At one point, eh, I just wanted to use the washroom. And the washroom, is just like three steps or five steps from my bed. So they had to take their oxygen mask. And those, I just took three steps and my breath was seizing. I had to call this young nurses to come and hold me. Say, hey, I'm Let me put this thing back on me. You know, for two days, do you know how I used to wee wee? That's what God said. Yeah, but nothing. Two days, two days, this next guy will bring me a pan. And your bishop, I remove everything in his presence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And start wee wee. At one point, they said, oh, they'll bring me a wheelchair with chamber pots in it. I said, no, no, that one there is, It's not humility, it's humiliation. That one, I will manage it. But it was there, I realized that I am only a breath away. When God takes your breath away, you are finished, you are gone. You are gone. So I'm always ever ready for the rapture. I'm always ever ready. All the time, everything I do, any day I, do, I deal with people, and everything I do, it could be today. It could be today. Your rapture could be today. Listen, don't wait for the trumpet to sound. The day you die is your rapture. You're either going to hell or heaven. It's done. So humble yourself. Just be so humble. Okay, let's go to the next one. To the next one. Eight, the personality, the personality of influence. The God kind of person of influence. The God kind of person of influence. So who will God trust with influence? Who will God trust with influence? First Samuel 16, 18, and 19. The a story of a shepherd boy that God trusted with influence, that God trusted with the whole nation. But what did God see in that small boy? What did God identify in that boy to give him that position? First Samuel 16, 18, and 19. One of the servants answered, "I've seen the son of Jesse." Of Bethlehem, who knows how to play the lair? He's a brave man and a warrior. He speaks well and is a fine looking man, and the Lord is with him. Then Saul sent messages to Jesse and said, Send me your son David, who is with you, who is with the sheep. Can I show you something? Quickly, please, let's move. Let's move. I have seen a son of Jesse, a person under authority, had a father over him. Person under authority. Do you, do you know why Joseph couldn't rebel against Saul? Um, David couldn't rebel against Saul. But even Saul was asleep and he could have killed him. Because he had been under an authority before. The reason why I respect fathers, because my father cannot raise you for you to disrespect fathers. Me, I cannot be offended by a father. Because there was no way my father could have offended me. Hey, that my father would do something. And then the next day, I see my father from my face. Then try to pass away. That is, that is the end of my life. I saw my father caning my sisters when they were even mature and you couldn't run. You are, when my father lifts a cane and you run, you have insulted him. Or you hold a cane, you have fought with him. Oh! When, when my father lifts a cane and you hold a cane, he said, ah, you have fought me. You have fought me. So, so you see, when you grow up like that, when you grow up and you, you... You see, and my mother taught us that everybody who is older than you is a father or is a parent. Or is a parent. So it is very easy for me to honor those God has placed over me. David, despite the fact that if on several occasions Saul had tried to pin him to the wall, David was so loyal and faithful. Was we so loyal and faithful, but it was part of the process. Was we so loyal and faithful. When he got a chance, others around him say, Kill him, kill him, kill him. You see, sometimes people let you feel that you were a fool. Of... People have told me that before, Charlie, you're a fool. These people you are serving like that. When, when you need them, they won't be there for you. I've heard those things several times, but I'm a David. I was raised by Jesse. I don't know who raised you. And then, who knows how to play the lyre? He was, he was skillful. He was skillful. God, God saw something in his hands that He can use to promote him. He was bra- a brave man, courageous, and a warrior, a fighter, fighting for his dreams, fighting for his aspirations. He doesn't just give up because he met some resistance. Because God, God knew he was going to go through a process. Was not his skill God used to get him into the palace? Without that skill, God could could not have got him into the palace. God is bound by his word. He said, A man's gift will make room for him. So without the gift, there's no room for you. And God cannot ignore his word. He speaks well. Good character. Good character. He speaks well. Because you are your word. Out of the abundance of the heart, the man speaks it. And the man's heart reflects him. speaks well. You cannot say, you cannot get angry and say harsh words to me and come back and say, oh, I'm sorry. Wait, I I will forgive you, but I will not forget that your heart has really exposed, your words have exposed your heart and your heart reflects you. And it's not easy to change the heart. So he speaks well. He's a fine looking man good appearance good appearance i was interviewing some ladies for a position in, at the tea office center one lady walked to my office when he left i called charles can i come and spray here her armpit was like uh, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't nicely centered so that's coming i said before the next person comes I I said, please, she has not the job. She's not the job. See, good appearance. And the Lord was with him. He had the presence of God over his life. Please, you can't take these things from David. The man, eh, look at these seven things. If you forget everything I've taught you tonight, these seven things, these seven things, keep them, work with them, make sure, make sure that you are always under authority. I intentionally submit myself to authority. You See, because of my achievements. There are people who want me to be their friends. But I call them fathers. I say, no, no, I don't want to be your friend. I want to be a son. I don't want to be a friend. I deliberately will put myself under authority. I deliberately will sit down and say, the next skill I need, the next skill I need for the next door to open for me is this skill. And I'll go for it. I'll go for it. A man's gate will make room for him. Then I know that fear can, can prevent me, can cripple me. So I'm a man of courage. I'm a man of courage to walk in here, buy houses, break them down, and have this thing done. It takes courage to do it. It is courage to do it. For me and mommy to resign from every work we we're doing, to come to, to sprinter's Road, it took courage. Sometimes he God told Moses, God told Joshua, be strong and be courageous. Despite the fact that he told Moses to anoint him and get him ready to take over, he still God still told him, Be strong and be courageous. But God knew that where you are going, if you are not strong and you are not courageous, your anointing will not matter. Fear will let your, You remember, remember, you know oil can sleep. You know <laughs> you can have an oil and then, uh, yeah, 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 you will see what that oil not that, and go not that. Tell me you are the English persons. Help me. All your, uh, die, your can I say you solidify, solidify it too strong. The, huh? the oil will become solid. Oil, fear will let the oil vanish. The man fought lions and fought bell that last time the bishop, what's, what's the time now? It's eight o'clock. Okay. The last time the bishop said. You see, some people had problems. And they came to pass their soul and they came to tell me to go and talk to him. So I went and said, these people said this and this. Gee. These people are fighting tilapias and they are crying. They are crying. I said, I have fought sharks and I'm still alive. He did go and pray with them. This is tilapia problem. Bring the sharks one to me. <laughs> you want be a fighter. Fight for what you believe in. Don't just give up. Fight for what you believe in. When we came here sometimes. You come to church and only two people have come to sit down. After going to spend our, uh, days on tree Mountains, fasting and praying. I'll get down on Saturday, call Mommy. I'm coming with some powerful, this right thing. from Christ on Saturday, come and reach. I cry in the evening, Sunday morning, I, in the middle of the night, I'll be up praying, praying. Lady was sorry. Today something will happen in church. I'll just arrive at the church. Two people. Hey! Two people. Locally manufactured, amplified. Praise the Lord. And the table will come, hallelujah. They amplify itself, but I thought, should I leave it and go? Should I, what, what? I fought for what I believe. Good character, speak well, speak well. Good character, good character, good character is everything. Three A's that are terms, that are that are determines your appeal, your achievement, your attitude, and your appearance. Attitude is crucial and then a fine looking man the appearance. the Lord is with him the presence of God the Lord told me when I was coming here said no man will be able to stand up against you as I was with Moses I will be with you I have fought battles on this land I have fought battles battles people have walked to my house to give me warning of what I can do and what I cannot do and I have gone beyond the expectation oh then, even if you have anything, me and Momi, we were just in the house, somebody looked at our door, came to sit down. We want you to know that you can't bring the church to that community. People have tried and they have failed. You cannot come. I said, thank you, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. And I turned to the Lord. I said, Lord, will a man threaten your servant? Will a man threaten your servant? Will a man threaten your servant? Prove to him that there is a God up there. That i'm serving the living god i succeeded no man will be able to stand up against you when the presence of god is with you okay let's now to the conclusion the prayer the spirituality of influence if you want to continue to influence prayer is the key james chapter 5 verses 17 and 18 elijah was a human being even as we are he prayed earnestly, and it will not that it will not rain and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years again he prayed and the heavens gave rain the earth produced its cross what kind of influence is this? powerful influence you can determine weather conditions by prayer there have been times where the Ghana Method- the meteorological um, department have made projections that it's going to rain on Sunday mornings pastors will be up in the middle of the night on study and stop the rain and it was old they said it didn't come to pass we stopped it go on go on okay so inspiration so let me now move this fast and then we can live there inspiration inspiration so the next level so from 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 influence you now move into inspiration now you know you don't talk your story inspires people come in chrome story stories inspires people so let me show you for the christian how you can become you can become inspirational how people can hear your story and and want to do something have you ever sat down to look at one of the one of the most inspirational pictures i've seen was the Tiananmen Square in China the guy who stood in front of the of the tankers when people were being killed and the tanker was coming stood in front recently i think in in Burma also as a nurse who came to stand before between soldiers and people they were shooting. I said, nobody must die today. Sometimes I see people's story and action inspires you and you want to do something more. Listen, some people have become inspiration. You just, you just read their story and you want to get up to do something more. I share my testimonies and people want to just get up and do something more. So I say inspiration is the story that exhausts Christ Jesus. It's the story that evangelizes the laws and the story that edifies the saved. For the Christian, whatever God does for you, whatever God does for you, some of you, that you can't share your testimonies, God can never move you to the next level of your your success. Because your story, your story, your story must exalt Christ Jesus. You must be able to stand here to tell people where you were, who you were, and where God has brought you to. You must exhort him. Anabu Ita is a successful, very successful man, but he's not ashamed to come and stand before the church and say that when I came to Ghana, I came with one shirt and I had to borrow money for a taxi from where I was standing to where I was going. It doesn't take anything away. You see, when you answer your future, you are not afraid to talk about your past. I'm not afraid to tell people where I've come from. Never have been afraid. Never been afraid. Because I have done so well that um, what I've done today answers my past. Your story must inspire people, must exalt Christ Jesus. People must see Jesus in your story. I've seen a lot of pastors who talk as if they are God. Stand here with this corona. Don't wear your mask. Nothing will happen. If I be a man of God, if I be a man of God, you begin to put your trust in those pastors. The reason why you have not moved on in your Christian life is because you are not looking onto Jesus, you are looking onto your pastor. Hmm? Evangelizes the lost. When you tell your story, somebody who doesn't do Jesus must give his life to Jesus. The reason why full gospel businessmen have become successful is that they don't preach. share testimonies. They just share testimonies. And then your story has to edify the same. So that you tell people and somebody whose faith is weak, the person's faith will just... You can always be talking about we know we are suffering, we will get there. Please, please. You are not where you wanted to be. But you are also not where you used to be. So talk about where you have come from. Don't talk about where you have come from. Give somebody hope. You see, you don't console people by sympathizing with them. You don't encourage people by sympathizing with them. You see, sympathy sympathy reduces you a nobody you're not looking for people's sympathy you're not looking for people's sympathy what you are looking for is encouraging words encouraging words that can encourage you i'm not here to sympathize with you i'm here to tell you that god can make you a person of influence i'm here to tell you that wisdom can take you very far I'm here to tell you that you have to be hungry for success. You have to be hungry for breakthrough. You have to be hungry to be an influential person. And take this, go back and take the sermons and make your notes. And finally, you become immortal. So what do I I mean by immortality? How can a human being become immortal? What it means is that you may die, but your story will not die. Nkrumah is dead and gone, but his achievement is not dead. I mean, Titibia and Nana talk talk about Nkrumah, my 12 and 11 year old children. Talk about Nkrumah. They talk about Nkrumah. I, I didn't see Nkrumah ruling, but I talk about Nkrumah. You travel outside the country, you talk about Ghana, people say, Kwame Nkrumah, Kwame Nkrumah, Kwame Nkrumah. He's immortal. You see, listen, Proverbs 13, verse 22, A good man delivered inheritance to his children's children. Did you know let me tell you? Let me tell you something. You must be generational in your thinking to become immortal. Kwame Nkrumah eh, was transgenerational. And just two days ago, or yesterday, yesterday, I was talking to honorable um, Ayuke and was making some statements about Kwame Nkrumah. Choose one. I want to die and go and you tell your grandchildren and great-grandchildren there used to be a pastor who used to pastor me. He made one statement that changed my life. You get it? I want to die and go and people, this church will be everywhere. Look at Macion, Macion Church of Pentacles. Macion is immortal. Nobody can talk about the Church of Pentacles without talking about Macion. He's immortal. He's dead and gone. But we can still talk about him. President Kufo, when God calls you home, he'll be immortal. Because these men have devoted their lives. Rollins is gone, but he'll be immortal. You cannot just live for yourself and live for yourself and be selfish. You, me, and my children. Only, only us. Only us. God came to Abraham and God started talking about transgenerational say i will give to you and your offspring and your offspring after you god didn't speak about about abraham alone i spoke about transgenerational when the transgenerational in everything the lord will bless you thank you for joining me i'll show you i want to show you next week's topic i want to show you next week look at next week's topic next week's topic Next week, I'll be dealing with vision. The wise man passed away to the future. And look, we'll be looking at all these diagrams next week. I'll I'll be showing you how you can create a vision. How you can create your own future. And it's biblically based. Next week. Move the next one. So, so either either you are going around in circles. And you are going nowhere in life. I'll show you. You see... Am I progressing or retrogressing or standing at one place? I'll show you how to live this. Then I'll show you how you can lift yourself, your vision, to the top. And I will also show you how you may have a vision, but you would die visionless and be miserable. I'll show you all. So next week, we are looking at vision, a wise man's pathway thank you very much for joining me tonight the lord bless you and keep you give me the anointing oil and i want to anoint you i want to anoint you with the oil of influence oil of influence because the ultimate aim of this series is to bring you to that place of influence by the end of the day you can become immortal father i pray upon this oil that like the oil somewhere poured on david That brought him to a place of influence. And let the men and women who will be anointed with this oil come to that place of influence. Thank you, Spirit of God. The oil of influence. The oil of influence. Oil of influence. God is taking you from that small place into a bigger place. A journey is starting today. There's a journey that is starting today. A journey to the place of significance. A journey starting today. Just dip your hands in the oil and anoint your head. Touch me with your hands. Pray that oil of influence upon you. I speak that influence upon you. Be blessed. Be blessed. Touch me with your Hello good people, my name is Diana Hamilton and come the 2nd of April, listen, I will be in Ghana, specifically Accra, more specifically Pleasant Place Church, more specifically at the Christ Square for the Good Friday event with MOG Akesebrim.